0: Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, playing house with your best friend. We talk about friendship before and after kids with actress comedians Jessica St. Clair and Lennon Parham. Plus, Biz has a bad feeling about this. Woo! Hey,
1: Biz. Hi. I am driving. I'm actually <laughs> in Reno, Nevada, driving up to Chucky because that's where I live. Um, but I just saw a license please, that made me think about you, and I just wanted to say what it is, and then I have a question for you. (laughs) So, the license plate said banjo one. So, my question for you is, have you played your banjo lately? Anyways, um, I'm doing an okay job. I... (laughs) My middle kid has a cold, so (sighs) all the kids are home, because of COVID, because even though she's a negative COVID test, no school for a kid, even with no symptoms. So, I'm hanging in, but... That's
0: my question for you. Have you played your banjo? <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. I, maybe we should turn this whole segment into a, woo, ask me a question. Because <laughs> it's not like I haven't shared enough personal information on this show. First of all, I think you're doing an amazing job. And I know you say you're hanging in there, but with kids sick and home, when you know they really could go to school because they ain't that sick, because it's just like a runny nose because of COVID. That sucks. And like the line, no school for kids, no school for kids. The 2020 story, no school for kids, which I think is going to be right there in connection with what I have a bad feeling about. Anyway, it is time for thank yous. Thank you. Thank you. We don't have a theme song for thank yous yet. Okay, guys, pandemic still happening. Still a need to be thanking, even when this pandemic is over 100 years from now. We will still want to be thanking all of those people who have gone above and beyond or really just gone out and done their fucking job and deserve some appreciation and respect. So here we are, time for thank yous. Everyone in the medical profession, you're, you're so great. I don't need to, I don't know if I need to elaborate, but if you would like me to elaborate because you need to hear it, I am still banging my mental pots and pans for you in celebration The burnout has got to be just tangible at this point. Thank you for continuing to show up. Thank you for continuing to take care of us. You know, your nurses, your doctors, your EMTs, you're literally taking care of us. And I really appreciate it. Thank you to all the people who work within the medical facilities, from the people who help clean those facilities so that they stay sanitized and safe for all of us, to those who provide the personal protection devices, to those who know how to operate the oxygen tanks, everybody, everybody, appointment makers, you have the patience of a saint. You're amazing. You are all doing amazing and I really see you, and I really appreciate you. Teachers, teachers, school's almost out for summer. I'm not sure if it's going to be that relaxing this year either, but school, teachers, faculty, staff, all of you, you are amazing. I cannot tell you the anger I have with the lack of pay, and support for teachers by our government, or just how we've decided things should go in this country in terms of salaries, is enough to make my head fall off and me want to kick it through the field goal. You guys deserve CEO-level paychecks, and your classrooms should be teeming with the supplies that you need. I think you are amazing, and I will forever work towards making that happen for you. Librarians, libraries, you're starting to open back up. Hey, everybody, libraries are starting summer reading programs. Go to your library. I just found out my library will check out Switch Games. Guys, go to your libraries online and see what is available to you. They want to let you borrow things. It's so great. Thank you to people getting their vaccines, people taking their vaccines, people giving vaccines, people signing you up for vaccines, people calling to remind you for vaccines. Thank you, vaccines. Everybody, the list goes on and on. Everybody from people who are still making food available and happen at grocery stores to the post office. I I know that things are, quote unquote, returning back to normal, but it's not. Not for you. (laughs) Not for people who have been working nonstop since this thing began to make life even resemble normalcy. So once again, thank you. I see you. And you are doing an amazing job. Speaking of the pandemic, this is how I am. (laughs) Okay. I have been touching my banjo every which way. (laughs) I have, I'm going to go there. I have been finger-picking my banjo. That's right, Scruggs style. If that doesn't sound sexy, I don't know what is. I have been. Thank you very, very much. I am slowly chicken-pecking my way through, and it's very meditative. I have no goals of being on the Grand Old Opry. Or Austin city limits, despite my banjo teacher constantly saying to me, here's a little lick you can do when you're just in a jam session and somebody's like, play this. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. it's okay. It's, we're we don't, we're never gonna be in a jam situation. All right. Uh, anyway, so I it also your story reminds me of a license tag that we saw <laughs> we saw once. Okay, we were here, and we just moved to Los Angeles, Pasadena, and we're driving, and Kat, who at the time was probably like three, maybe, I don't think Ellis was around. But we are driving behind a car whose license plate says U-K-E-H-U-N-T. And we always, whenever we see license plates, we always say them out loud or try and figure out what they are. And I'm like, ah, what is that? Uke hunt. A uke. Uke hunt. Uke hunt. Like for ukuleles? And Stefan was like, Jesus Christ, Elizabeth. And I was like, oh, oh, it's not about ukuleles. (laughs) <laughs> Still my favorite license tag I've ever, I can't believe that person got away with it, but they did. Anyway, you are doing a wonderful job. Thank you for asking me about the band show. This is, this is where I am, guys. I actually, a little, <laughs> Gabe, Gabe had a nice word for me today. Bumpy. It's been a little bumpy. It's been a little bumpy. I may have mixed feelings about my children. <laughs> I uh, may have mixed feelings about summer. Uh, I may have mixed feelings about all the things I can and cannot control, mainly the ones I cannot control. I feel fine about things I can control. But with vaccinations and basically this sort of running theme of things, quote unquote, slowly getting back to normal, though that sentence is not well defined by all the people using it, I worry that that leads to us all feeling like everything is actually back to normal. It's a very quick, like very fast slope to go from things might return to normal to everything is normal. And in fact, it's over. In fact, it's almost as if it didn't even happen. And I had this moment when I was talking about this with Stefan, you know, because I'm still confused as to like, what are we doing? It's not over, is it? I said, oh my God, oh my God, if everybody runs out and fucks this up this summer (laughs) and we can't go back to school in September because everybody ran around as if this never happened, and it was still not out there, and there were still not threats of rising numbers, I'm going to break, just like in half. I'm going to break right down the middle. It won't be a clean break. I do not think my children will be able to hand—I think they will break further. Like, the, the two days a week that they Zoom school now are just shit shows. They're just shit days. They're just like—no one can do it. I feel so bad for the teachers, that they even have to pretend like the remote days are even valid because everybody's "Ah!" just all over the place. They've tasted the back in person and that is where they want to live. You can't taste the in person and then go back to Zoom. You just can't. So yeah, that is my new state of anxiety and fear. And I apologize for that now being planted in all of your minds. (laughs) You're welcome! This is not something I want to be right about down the road. But what has, of course, gotten me through the pandemic is not only having a friend in my own house, uh, the guy that I married, but also having friends around me like Teresa and others. And I think that ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about today, which is friendships This week, I am so excited to welcome two wonderfully funny, talented people. First, there is Jessica St. Clair, who is an actress and comedian and who can currently be seen on HBO's Avenue 5 and in Netflix's Space Force. She can also be seen on ABC's The Goldbergs and American Housewife and in such films as Bridesmaids and She's Out of My League. And she is currently together with June Diane Raphael. She hosts the new instant hit podcast Deep Dive. Lennon Parham is an actress and comedian who will next be seen on HBO Max series Minx. Prior to that, she starred and directed on the ABC sitcom Bless This Mess. Among her many film and TV credits, you can see her as senior advisor Karen (laughs) Collins, whose specialized field was, quote, common sense on HBO's Veep. And rocking shoulder pads as Liz Fleming, the feminist math teacher on ABC Schooled. Guess what, guys? They know each other. They both gained notoriety while performing at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. They host the cult favorite podcast, Womp It Up. And together they co-created and co-starred in NBC's Best Friends Forever and USA's critically acclaimed comedy playing house. Do, do do do. Welcome welcome that Thank was, you. was that the welcome.
3: longest intro that did you like ever the- had to do
0: because no, it seriously. like no. it
3: might be that was the double it, whammy did it feel like that <laughs> well we're not having you on here to talk about your comedy expertise ladies <laughs> although i mean parenting <laughs> comedy one in the same it's all the same it is painful and truth and comedy yeah. Yeah. funny
4: you're, you're truth are so comedy. often not landing with no. your audience
3: Something they're women often, shouldn't be very aggressive. <laughs> <practice> bombing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's right. Before we get into talking about what I want to talk to you guys about today, I want to ask you what we ask all of our guests, which is who lives in your house, uh, Jessica. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Jessica. Who lives in your house?
4: All right. Who lives in my house is a seven and a half year old named uh-huh. Bebe. Uh girl my daughter and we have a very old old schnauzer named Mm. emma a grandma okay um and that's it that wait a second what else (laughs) oh my husband (laughs) (laughs) my husband Mm. that's right he's also there he's currently taking care of my seven and a half year old so i should remember him (laughs) a shout out to my husband i'm like um who was it hillary swank who didn't thank her husband was it reese Who didn't thank her husband on the Oscars? Remember that? And then they divorced like
3: five seconds later. later. There was a Ben Affleck. Remember when Ben Affleck was like, it's work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Whenever
4: you say it's work,
3: you are on the way out. Or you're already divorced. divorced.
4: Yeah.
0: Definitely a cue and alert word. All right. Good to know about where the priorities fall in the house. Yep. Sometimes the dogs get listed first. That's fine. (laughs) Let's see how it shakes out over at Lennon's house. <laughs> well, Lennon's, now Lennon's
4: going to act like, I know, my now. husband
0: is number one in my life. I know, look, like, Lennon reached out to me before the show and was like, could you make me look really good, better than Jessica? And I was yep. like, I, <laughs> not hard. <laughs> yes, she'll fuck I up within the
4: first uh, yes. five minutes. So yeah, that's not hard. <laughs>
3: All well, right, Lennon, I was late, lives in I was your late. house. Doesn't that count? Yeah. Uh, Well, first of all, I live here. And that's the most important thing. Self-care, guys. (laughs) Self-care. Self-love. And then my husband uh, lives with me, Javier. And then our daughter, Soraya. She's eight, going on 17. And Kai, our four-and-a-half-year-old little boy. And then our cat, Nina Simone Jackson. (laughs)
0: Very nice. I like Nina Simone Jackson as a name for a cat. Anyway, uh, you guys are friends. Uh, <laughs> I want to You guys have yes. been working together for a long time. We've established that uh, in the BIOS, all the different projects and mm-hmm. in fact many of your projects involve you guys being friends. Yeah. In the actual projects. But before We touch on that. I wanted to know a little bit about how how long have you guys been friends, and you know who's the better one?
3: Mm Who's the better mm -hmm. one? Well, it's all about competition, as you know. I know. Friendship. You're
0: from the South. I know. I know know how to be a friend. Listen, I really did get into
3: it, and. I, in in elementary school, there was mm. a baking competition, and I made a cream cheese pound cake, and I lost mm. to the daughter of the girl who whose family owned the bakery, the town bakery. Yeah. And I was like, I call a bullshit, bullshit, yeah, because I did this in an oven, not even a gas oven, an electric, no, electric. oven, yeah, electric. Yeah, and you have never seen such moisture in yeah. a cake. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, you know how it goes.
0: I do. I do. It's power. It's all about power. Well, you know, Lennon and
4: I, we did meet when there were very few women at at our theater. Mm-hmm. That UCB. UCB. Theater. Yeah, because, you know, it just didn't, it didn't attract lots of women in the very beginning. You know, listen, it's only our experience, but the UCB, because one of the founders was Amy Poehler, she actually was the reason a lot of us came and stayed yeah but I do remember coming in and it being all men yeah. and being mm-hmm. so uncomfortable I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to relate I thought I was going to quit and I remember yeah. my friend Kristen said you just have to find a broom and start sweeping because I was an intern and <sighs> I- nobody questioned somebody with a broom that's true. And and so I did. I swept for like the first year, but I didn't meet, you know, like we, it was hard because there were so few women. We were all placed on different teams. Yeah. Um, and so maybe you were lucky if there was another girl uh, on the team, maybe there was another two girls. So in my, my group, there was three girls, including myself. So it was a while before we made our really close girl friendships. And I would say it wasn't until I got to LA that mm-hmm. I really found my group of girls and Lennon of course is numero uno mm-hmm.
2: um, but we didn't
4: meet until
3: we were out here we never performed together we only well, invited each was other already from on like she when I first came I mean she I'm the older one here but when I got to UCB Jess was already on like a legendary uh house Herald team called yeah. mother which if I told you who was on it you would be like oh my god they're all famous right yeah so when I got there, I was still taking classes. So she was, like, already legend status. And so That's when I passed not Legend was in my it's own true. mind. No, it isn't. No,
4: but, just recently said when we had our first date, Lennon was like, I was nervous
3: because... Please do an impression of me always. I was nervous <laughs> because you
4: you were such that a, a big shot at the theater. I'm like, oh, really? I was still cleaning toilets. You're still with when a I was brim in your hand. I was yeah. still with a broom in my hand. But anyway... <laughs>
3: Yeah, but but when I my first team had like a bunch of ladies on it. So it was I mean, it was you like were half, the y- you were the next generation. Normally, it was just like one woman for yeah. every seven dudes. But honestly, like, I always felt very comfortable around it. Because because I mean, I'd always been, I don't know, wearing the big boy pants. Yeah, kind yeah, of, of You know what I mean? Like to be a comedian yeah. or to try to be the funny one in a group like it was just kind of easier with the boys somehow because that was just the makeup of every comedy group that you came across so
0: right so you guys have created you met out here you created shows your two tv shows best friends forever and plain house were very much about your friendship and mm -hmm. and not just about your friendship but like i think laverne and shirley i think kate and Allie, when i think about like Shows that allowed women's friendships to be the forefront of yeah, the right. stories. Those
3: were our like points of reference. So yeah, there. Yeah, and we did it. We really did it.
0: <laughs> you did it. You, you nailed it. I, as a person of my age, knows exactly those two shows. Those yeah, very formative shows of my life. I know that back in my New York sketch days, you would get comments like stuff that that's that's kind of a woman's joke. Right, like there, there was so mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. I remember
4: they were very upset that a girl on my team, Tara Copeland, is so funny. But we would a lot of times have a sleepover scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they were like, "Enough with the sleepover scenes!" And we're like, "You know what? I would argue there hasn't been enough sleepover scenes." Yeah, scenes. I would. I would so argue that we're never that... going to
0: stop, and then we just kept yeah.
4: doing sleepover.
0: Yeah. I mean, how many times am I going to have to watch you guys kick each other in the nuts for a laugh? Yeah, right? space. Men <laughs> I mean, love space.
3: I think too. They love space. But with the team, two, two space, space shows, shows right now, <laughs> <laughs> she's yes. currently on two space shows. Both created
0: but, by men. And they the love only space. woman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so here you are pitching this show, not only about two women friends, but like you guys bring... The intimacy of friendship, right? Like it, it's yeah. definitely the feeling of when you have a friendship like this, and you are the other person in the room with these two friends. You're really just there to watch these two friends, yes. <laughs> right? And they'll they'll circle back, they'll pick you up, but they're yes. you know like they're in their own rhythm, their own you know yeah. pacing, yes. their own language. How are you guys able to pitch that and? Was there was there any pushback, or were they like, you know what, here at the CW we have Wildcats, so we, you know, we already are there on the same page. Well, it was it was hard to find a,
4: a home for it. Yeah, and and we actually had to both times we didn't have to, but I do believe we had to in order to show them what we were gonna do. But in order to like a script wouldn't have really cut it. So we always said, give us a very little amount of money. And we will shoot it and show yeah. it to you. And so we did that with, with best friends forever. We wrote a script and they weren't willing to give us a full pilot order. They said, why don't you, you know, shoot a couple minutes. And we were like, give us the money and we'll shoot all through, you know, and we delivered yeah. 30 minutes back to them. And the same thing with playing house, they were like, you know, write us a script. And we were like, no, give us this money and we'll just deliver you back a pilot. Because I think the way women talk and the way they overlap each other and the way on a on page it wouldn't we don't necessarily no, it, do set up punchline set up punchline all the time right so so i think that we did have to do it a different way
3: but it's also like when you get a script you know a lot of times the script can sing but like if yeah. there's not chemistry between the characters which are cast randomly right? right so you've paid all this money for this to for this script but then you cast two people that are that they just have it never feels met. like they <laughs> don't know each other right. because they don't, you know? Right. It's like and lightning so we, in a bottle. I feel like they we brought that undeniable chemistry. So when we pitch, we're doing, basically we're setting up the world, but we're also like slipping into a scene. Yeah. And so it's there for you to see and feel and you just like kind of want it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that comes like with the package deal.
0: All right. Friendship. Friendship. Okay. Pre, post- children yeah enduring yeah. children so your kids are not like
3: You're they're five months ages. apart five yeah. months apart our daughters oh really yeah see
4: we did see we did it right because mm. and I would say yeah. I did
3: it right because Lenin got pregnant I'm gonna murder and... you right now mm-hmm. I'm going to murder you
4: Lenin got pregnant and I was like
3: oh my god I got mad I she it. was mad I at should me. do that I was no. mad at her. Like, I at thought and I had been saying, we got to have kids. I'm going to have a kid. And she was like, I don't like this idea. I <laughs> didn't want anything to change. I really didn't. And I she was- didn't want to slow down. We, Because then we would we were, yeah. you know, we would just done best friends forever. But that was like the first thing I knew when best friends forever got canceled. Was that, was that, that I had was needed your- to have a kid because right I could then. not hang my happiness on someone's decision. Someone's like random decision about something that i had basically just given birth to yeah well uh,
0: we are talking about
3: the tv show yeah 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 (laughs) yeah Yeah. but i mean that's what it felt like because we both i I mean we both had god we had both like been to the hospital we had both been in the er at points during this because it was our first real project it was blood sweat and tears we didn't know how to set healthy boundaries Mm. none of that and so i was like well god if i have a baby (laughs) at least somebody will leave me alone for like at least two weeks (laughs) isn't that interesting
0: did that did that
3: did, did you get no. left alone for two weeks yes, after you I had did. a baby? I,
0: I love, did. I love this notion of like blood, sweat, and tears and not knowing how to set boundaries. And I'm like 11 years, two kids in. Boundaries are still a fucking joke. Like boundaries oh, are man. like, look at me. I did it. it. Always I have a boundary. It's and always then a
4: challenge. I, yeah.
0: My and child
4: s- is modeling good boundaries for me. For
0: For you. Yeah, yeah, she was
4: like, well, I just said no, I didn't want to do it. I'm like, what was that like? Tell
0: me more. Yeah. How did you get the courage? So are you still friends? It's interesting. You said the thing about, I was so mad that you wanted to have kids. Right. I appreciate you saying it because that's actually a real thing. Uh, Even though we sometimes laugh our way through it. That is Mm -hmm. same with getting married
3: or moving. Those big life changes are hard on your friends. Yeah, they are. It's also, it's really scary because like, you don't know how it's going to change you. And you've, yeah. and maybe for both Jess and I, we had friends and people that had gone before us who had had kids and had dropped out yeah. or totally gone. Mom head first, I you was know, convinced or Lenin the opposite appear. I would, convi- yeah.
4: I don't know why, but I, I thought she was going to join an ashram and just like yeah. breastfeed till they were like 25. Maybe it was the midwife. Disappear.
0: Yeah, but I, (laughs) in retrospect, I remember though, when I, I was, we were still in New York when we had our first and all of my comedy friends, none of them have had kids and none of them still have kids and that's great, but I was the only one Yeah, and I know that there was the fear of disappearing, but I remember also going through and still have thoughts of feeling left. Right, like feeling left after you have a kid. Yeah. Right, there's yeah. that, there oh, is, yeah, a like abandoned. Ex- yeah, there's an expectation of this is what you're doing now. Or I remember we had one set of really good friends say, Well, we just stopped putting you on the emails because you can never come. And I was like, Fuck right. you, right. I will be the one who decides when I can come. Please still mm. put me on the emails. And right. like, I think it goes both ways yeah. when it comes to friendships like how much are you willing to stick it out with the person through the big change and how much are you because like when a kid shows up in your house wow that yeah. was that was a surprise and <laughs> I, I like I don't know about you guys but like I I'm not like a mom I mean like I am but like newborns aren't my place to mm. be mm-hmm. and so that was like a really crazy it time a crazy shock yeah, and so was the was the trick, was the solution and this is to Jessica was the trick just having a baby right after. Was it just like, okay, you're yes. pregnant, I should the only way I'm going to save this friendship is for me to get pregnant cuz pregnancy <laughs> helps not, all situations. FYI, that's not a
3: good reason to have a no? baby.
0: <laughs> I thought that no. was how you saved your marriage too. Yep. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, that always works.
0: Yep. No, you know, I really
4: I knew I wanted to be a mother. And but I also know that I hate change. And so honestly, if it weren't for Lennon going forward like a pioneer and like you know, (laughs) at this point, we're 36, 35, like oh, and it was like it was like news to me I should have sped up. And you know it it was (laughs) kind of funny because after um not funny at all, but after I got cancer. I had breast cancer but i'm totally fine now but after i had it i was like right before i did kibo they looked at my eggs to see like can we get some out of there and he was like oh my god there's so few he was like thank <laughs> god you got pregnant when you did wow because what i thought i'm irish nice thing to say i know my mother i know right but he was right like so no, I really he was right like but I... that's still a dick thing to say
0: whoa lady <laughs> You don't have enough eggs, Listen, in them. I'd it. like you to go home <laughs> and stay up all night thinking about this. In <laughs> fact, I hope these words haunt you for fucking ever. <laughs> no, he didn't. He definitely didn't
4: say it like that. But he was he just, like not like this. Ooh, no, no. He didn't. Right. He was like the nicest man on the planet, but he really was like, you know, we're lucky that you did have your kid when you did
3: because yeah. so I'm glad that but Lennon had it. Will you tell first. the story about why you went and got pregnant? Well and it wasn't the, because of me. Maybe you were maybe you were thinking about it.
4: Sort of, but I wasn't pulling the trigger. And then I did a movie called Enough Said with Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> and it was a very small part. She was massaging me. I was one of her massage clients because she's a masseuse in this movie, which if you have not seen it, is one I of was the most so beautiful good. movies. For
0: a split second, I was thinking just offset. And I was like, that is so nice. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Oh, it
4: but by the way, she trained as a masseuse, of course, because she's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. So she was like really good at it. And I hadn't gotten a pedicure, which I really regretted. And I <laughs> said to her, like, I'm so sorry for what's about to happen. She was like, what do you mean? Um, And anyway, she and I immediately, I mean, I was already in love with her, but we really instantly had a connection. And within like, the first, I don't know, hour of meeting her, she said, so what's the deal? Are you going to get pregnant or what? And she really says to this day, she's like, Jessica, I don't say that to people. That is a strange and very Mm -hmm, invasive mm -hmm. thing to say. Yeah. And I don't know why I had the feeling I needed to ask you. And I said, well, I just really feel like I need to wait until my career is in like an acceptable spot. Cause I really thought you have a baby. It destroys your career. I really Mm -hmm. just assumed
0: it, you know, it can, it, it totally <laughs> I mean, it doesn't can. have to, but I mean, like it, it, it can, it really depends on a lot of stuff, but yeah, exactly. good. Sorry, yep.
4: So she said, what are you like going to be so upset if you don't do that guest star, you know, on like Gary unmarried, like, what are you doing? Have a baby right now. You should get pregnant tonight. And I was like, that's funny. But part of it was too. She really is. She loves being a mother. She just mm-hmm. is like in love with being a mother. And her kids were at this point, you know, in, high, in school high school and like, you know, she just was, you know, saying, don't miss this. And so anyway, I, on my drive home, I was like, I can't believe to Dan, I said, I met my, my idol, you know, everything about her is perfect. And she told me to get pregnant tonight. It's so funny to go off the pill. And he goes, Okay. <laughs> And so I did and like I got pregnant immediately, which also then timing wise, I was like, this is going to ruin our show Mm because we were already scheduled, right? Lennon, were we already scheduled at this point to shoot? I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was the pilot. We were shooting our pilot of playing house and I was in the pilot and the first season eight months pregnant. So and Jess was like three months, three months pregnant. (laughs) So, but like we were just at the point where you could yeah. hide it on me, yeah, yeah. and like so we hit it, all it with timed her, out like perfectly. a lot of empire tops, yeah. and then <laughs> and baskets of laundry or whatever, and then I was really <laughs> eight months pregnant on the show on in the pilot. That's my real daughter inside of me.
0: How did the did the friendship change after kids? Did they? Did you guys? I think. You guys clearly survived it.
4: well, we it deepened for us. it de- it
3: literally made it better, I think I think that the also too, we had we had the structure of of our job huh. where we explored female friendship because like I mean, when yeah. we when we started working together, we were not best friends. And yeah. then through exploring female friendship, we became best friends, right? Like to the point that we were like totally up each other's buttholes. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. very like intimate. Yeah. And then when I had a child, and then I was in the writers' room week twelve, like with a newborn, Mm -hmm. uh, for season one of our show. Yes. Yes. Thanks for making that face. I'm
0: making the face.
3: And the the baby was Jess was pregs and finished make out face. her pregnancy in the writers room mm-hmm. and i had my nanny meet me there i saw Sarah at lunch breaks and would nurse her or nap with her or whatever and then go back and work until 5:30 and you know filmed season 2 after jess gave birth to bibi and so it was sort of built to around the fact that we were mothers like we yeah. had to take nursing breaks and we had to take we had to have our nannies with us at all times and it was structured in a way and because we were the EPs, we could kind of call some of those shots. Like yeah. if, we, if I was an actor on someone else's show, I would feel very uncomfortable oh, my having God. my nanny and my baby with me at all times, mm-hmm. because I think it's the, the assumption is that the show should be your priority, right? right? But when you're in charge of it and you can admit to each other This show is not my priority. I do want to do a great job, but the priority right now is this three-month-old. Yeah, that's right. You know, then that realigns everything. And I think we agreed on that. And also we were telling this, you know, it was also a dream come true because we were telling, we got to tell 10 episodes and it was like this, these, the dream writer's room and the dream cast and all of that. And we were filming. It was a beautiful time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. There are now there are now kids in your house and some of them are old enough to have opinions and personalities. Oh, and that's, oh for sure. All the time something.
3: 24-7.
0: So pre-kid versus post-kid, these are my favorite questions. Uh thoughts on what your kids' friendships would A, do your kids even like each other? Two so, like I imagine my kids just naturally making friends very easy. And you would see kids like preschool or something, like two kids just like locked arms at four years old, completely understanding the point of friendship and just being great. Mine, mm-hmm. th- th- that turned out not to be even, even remotely true. And <laughs> yeah. friendships are still weird things, yeah. even at like 11. And I have found myself full of friendship baggage that I wasn't. <laughs> That I right, but I thought I was gonna processing. be really cool about, and now yeah. I'm like, that drink is monopolizing your time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, ah, right, but it's very hard not to. I don't like their to cut Yourself. Yeah. yeah, I don't. You can't. I mean, I'm also like, oh, shut, yes. the, shut up. Save it for your husband or the cat. Because the moment you say something, they're gonna run. They're gonna run from you. Well, that's
4: and or they'll run into the arms of the person you yes. don't like. That's I the know. thing. And you know what, I look back and I I call my mother (laughs) and I'm like, I, when you said that that friend was bad news and yet I went ahead and then let her tell me to get bangs. Yeah, exactly. Truly horrendous look on me. I, I, you know,
0: I should have listened to her. She was right every single time. Your children are not going to tell you that until they are much, much older. Maybe if they've had kids. Uh, and they begin to empathize with anything that you've ever done in your That's existence. Right. That's right. Lennon, I'll start with you. Do you pre-post kids' thoughts on kids' friendships? Also, you don't have to be like, I expect my children. You're from the South, so I understand yeah. there are some layers when it comes to, like, Well, you friendships. have to have home
4: training. When you're from the South, yes. you have to be polite. And I have, I, I will tell you, I have failed is much that. more polite around Lennon.
0: Lennon yeah. has a good look that she can get she can nail the leg my children are like heathens and could not last two minutes in the south
3: (laughs) given their well I mean let's we have to give them a wide berth because like nobody we haven't been out to eat in such a long time I I, it would be it would literally be a nightmare if we went out to eat right now six-year-old still never used a spoon
0: wait he's seven still hasn't used a spoon for for a cereal. I heard the kids
4: were forgetting how to use cutlery during yeah. the pandemic because <laughs> sure. none of us have sat down. I'm just like, go. I don't know. There's no, yeah. yeah just, I'm too tired just to be like, up with your hand.
3: Yeah, just get the,
0: the shell, those peas that. we all shelled. Yeah. Just scoop them up we all with your hand. In our very loose dresses in squat <laughs> position. Uh, everything
3: comes in bar form in this house now. Just <laughs> so yeah. I mean, yes. think yeah. I don't know if I had any preconceptions about what my kids friendships would be like i did have the sense i didn't want to force like soraya and bb our daughters to be best friends because i did want
4: to she did
3: but thank you but like i wanted them to be able to choose each other in the way that their mothers chose each other because that was really powerful and they were there together all the time with each other i mean we have like obviously we have videos and imagery of soraya with her hands <laughs> all over bb when she was a yeah. you know a newborn and soraya was like six months old yeah. but they have always loved each other they have always. always loved each other they've loved being around each other i mean it's cute as shit it's yeah. also never very had a very convenient fight. because we
2: Not love in front of being
3: you. you know all of us together yeah but yeah, no, I mean they've had they have the same kind of fights that we have, which is yeah. they just do they both <laughs> approach <laughs> the life fights about how to do how do to games. do
0: anything, yeah, yeah how to
4: about do yeah. games,
3: right? Games. That's right.
4: Like Soraya would like it to follow a rules and and to be you know maybe a yeah. little bit quieter, and BB's just like has destroyed the board before we're yeah. even playing the game.
3: Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> there was a play date. We were in the back, my backyard. And Soraya was so excited to show BB her new chalk and Mm. how we were going to use the chalk to draw in a certain way. Yeah. And BB took the chalk and and screamed with joy and then ran up the stairs. And Soraya was like, no! Like, that was not the way the chalk was intended to be used. We've already decided. I've communicated very clearly what we want to do with the chalk. And here you are just like doing whatever the fuck you want but yeah, yeah. but then they move just past like it. always baby. always <laughs> always
4: always <laughs> then they move past and it
3: they also are very um
4: you know because they're very similar in temperament to us they interact very similarly to how we interact which so is funny is to that? watch what is that yeah what is that it's just for like you the chives are you well, guys just no like- it's just hilarious to us yeah. because okay. i'm like look we're we might as well be watching ourselves play yeah. out yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. But in the way that Lennon and I are very different in our mm-hmm. temperaments, but that is one of the reasons we love each other so much. Yeah. We, we complete each other. Mm-hmm. That is similar. BB loves, BB. always says, I love being with Soraya because I feel so relaxed because soraya is more takes it slower you know mm-hmm. what i mean she's yeah. southern she takes her time she's When, when Lennon said,
0: my child's not southern just because so her mama is southern. southern californian i know do you, do you make in them her watch blood. football games no <laughs> i do
3: <laughs> We have made banana pudding and caramel cake though
0: guys it has been an absolute pleasure having Our you pleasure. here. Thank you so thank you so much for putting out all the things you have been putting out in the world. It is incredibly I think normalizing for so many of us uh, who I'm need glad. to actually see themselves yeah, on... Nice, right? Yeah, it's nice. And I don't mean like I can see moms fucking everywhere on television, all That's putting right. lotion on their elbows. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> what like, is that it's specific. Yeah, well, you remember, like, once again, we... oh, like, what was that? Show? Always, Ray, before t- Before Ray, bed, they're all, yeah, they're always at bed
1: those putting
3: elbows. lotion on their elbows. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, we all know that. No. If anybody tried to talk to me when I was in the bed, they would get a fucking punch <laughs> to the face. Like, once I hit that, once yeah. I it's out. hit that Shut bed, lights f- out, no. man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we will make sure that people can find the podcast Womp it up. As Womp well up. as all of the other things you're doing. I guess I have to ask, are you guys working on anything new or are you sick of fucking working together? No, we see each other every day. No. Every day. You're suck. Now that we're your working. kids are friends. We wrote, <laughs> we're working we wrote, on a movie. We wrote a
3: movie, <laughs> we wrote a movie for Universal featuring Gina Rodriguez, and now we're working on another movie that would star us as moms. As moms. Uh, okay. moms. who Battling uh, the mafia. Yeah. So get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Everybody, again,
0: check these guys out, uh, Jessica and Lennon, and you can find some of the older shows, including Plain House, in which one of my favorite lines ever was uttered, are you those new jeans? They're my pee-in-the-pods.
3: Yes. It and I is, pulled them off of her. Yeah, I tried you to tried pull to pull them, pull them off.
0: off, but just that you referred to them as
3: that was pee-in-the-pods. Because that was a real thing store? that had happened in our yeah. lives. Uh,
0: well, it's also a real store in which you everybody gets their pee-in-the-pod maternity jeans. Yeah, you
4: just have to get one pair. You got to you gotta lay down the money for them, That's and right. then you wear them every day. Yeah. And, and you know what? But don't I get those halogen ones. No, Don't. you have to get the
0: full panel you, the that comes all the, way, the, the way up to your tits. That's right. That's
4: right. Exactly. So and I and I would like to say on air, I <laughs> I apologize to you, Lennon. No, for saying that you shouldn't wear them after the baby's out of you because you should wear them for the first year.
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us. And Thank you for having us. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Okay. You too.
2: Mother is supported in part by Made In, a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. Guys, I did not come from a cooking
0: house, and I was fine with that, until I met a man named Stephen Lawrence, who I (laughs) fell in love with and married, and I learned the importance and beauty (laughs) of really good pots and pans and knives Mm -hmm. what they don't go in the dishwasher (laughs) i mean for real you mean i shouldn't take this metal spoon and drag it all across the bottom of it i don't understand (laughs) look made in products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from the stovetop to the oven and their knives are fully forged perfectly balanced and stay sharp you try and tell me that just any old knife is the same as a good knife.
2: <laughs> right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code BADMOTHER. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to
0: MadeInCookware.com BADMOTHER and use promo code BADMOTHER for
2: 15% off your first order.
0: Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. Teresa is the girl of my heart. Boom, boom. I don't know. <laughs> I felt like a little barbershop quartet was coming through me. <laughs> Teresa, it's so nice to see you. You too, Biz.
2: Hi. 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 Shall we do our
0: obligatory, how are you? Fine. Call and repeat. Yeah, let's do it. How are you? How are you? Fine.
2: How are you? Fine. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yay, we did it. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) Check. Teresa, genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius.
2: Okay. I don't know if you can tell over Zoom that my bangs look good. They do look good. They are spectacular. Thank you. I'm also getting a thumbs up from Gabe, our producer. Mm -hmm. Thank you. My genius is just that, like so I've just always been a bangs person. I've always had bangs ever since I was a little kid. Just (laughs) always had bangs. That's that's just that that's just me. That's me. Yeah. Bangs, Teresa. And (laughs) bangs, Teresa, exactly. Right. And I I never really learned how to properly trim my own bangs. My hair has like a weird texture. It has like multiple textures and it's kind of wavy and it's just annoying and I don't I don't do it. So I get I go and I get a bang trim. That's yeah. what I do. Like I just go really quick. It's very cheap or free depending on who you go to to get a quick bang trim. But during <laughs> the pandemic, yeah, no. uh, pre pre-vaccination, I obviously couldn't get my bangs trimmed. And didn't have the patience or energy to learn how to do it myself. Yeah. And just went through terrible phases of growing them out and pinning them back. And that was horrible. And then I did trim them myself a handful of times and was never, never felt okay about (laughs) how that looked. So my genius is just that this is the first time Mm. where I got like, a haircut a month ago, and then today I got a bang trim. Like, I never, there was never a time where I had to go, oh, I need to figure out what to do about my bangs now. Like, yeah. I, I did it in a timely manner. I was, like, able to do, to, I was able yeah. to not touch my own head. And <laughs> and you got just, it. I got, the, I got it done, and it felt normal. It felt really normal and really, really good. Oh, and it is...
0: Dare I say self-care. It is. It it's is. self-care. You yeah. I actually actually there's there's a lot to say how this is genius. To give yourself the commitment and allow yourself the space to do the follow-up bang trim. I yes. think that that is that is so good. You're Thank doing you. such a good job. Thanks Biz. I'm also going to get my first haircut in in like life since this started so i have not had my hair cut in how long has this so let's say it's been 14 14, months or 15 15 months months. and then that doesn't even count the like two months maybe whatever it was yeah before where i'd gone and gotten it done yeah
2: basically a year and a half let's say a year let's just say a year and a half
0: yeah and
2: yeah. wow, the, I've cut
0: everyone's hair in this house. Oh, yeah. They've all, they've all generously offered to cut mine. And I have <laughs> said, get away from me. <laughs> exactly in that tone. Now, here's the fun thing. What do you think? We've already done shows on mom hair cuts. Yeah. Right? And how it's like, you have a baby. Yeah. And so you decide to chop all your hair off. You do something yeah. really dramatic. And like, yeah. <laughs> so here we are, year and a half. Mm-hmm. in a pandemic
2: which mm-hmm. has
0: basically been like the like newborn phase for a year and a half yeah right yeah. can't go anywhere how dramatic yeah. do we think i should go because i'm not gonna color it this is the important thing i have okay. just enough like anxiety control to go in for a cut yeah. i can't sit for the two no. to five hours no no no, out no, no. in the world exposed no. even though i am you know vaccinated Yeah, my comfort level. Yeah, baby steps. Totally. Yeah, and so part of me is like just a trim, and then other parts are like just a pixie, and then other (laughs) and then other parts are
2: like, what about a bob? What about a lob? What about a shag? What about... Are you going to somebody that you really trust that no, you've already gone because to a bunch of times? the person just, that I can trust person. isn't
0: available for like a million years or only at like okay. three in the afternoon, which is not yeah. a suitable time for a yeah. person. So I'm going to see somebody there. Now, everybody I've ever seen at this salon are good. But I will yeah. say after I made the appointment, I went and looked at the person's Instagram and it was like, I do one cut and because like every model was the exact same Huh. I, which is fine okay because it was fine yeah. so get that cut I'm I am probably doesn't matter yeah. what get... I ask for I'm yeah, gonna get that's what you're that gonna cut. get yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so when I was like do I cancel and reschedule or I like I had that decision of I could yeah. live with that if that's what I wind up walking out of there <laughs> with right I just need some of this stuff I need it to stop sticking to my armpits. Okay. Okay. Great job. Thanks. Hey,
1: one bad mother. I'm calling with a genius. Today I was outside in the backyard with my two children who are six and two, but nearly six and two and a half. And uh, a blue jay came and perched itself right on the fence. I thought to myself, oh, the kids would love that. And then I thought to myself, if I tell them about the blue jay, it, they're going to get excited and startle it, and it'll scare it away, and I won't get to see this blue jay anymore. So I didn't say anything. I just sat there and enjoyed the blue jay, and it stayed for several minutes, which was surprising. But it was nice. <laughs> my genius is that I did not bring my kids in on my enjoyment today, I
2: guess.
1: <laughs> I'm doing a bad job.
2: <laughs> Thanks, guys. This is so yeah. good. You're doing I, I'm in in for this yeah 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 we should not
0: feel guilt if we choose to not share something magical with
2: our children yeah okay it doesn't have to be everything Uh we don't have to point out all the stuff can just you
0: can hear it when you say it was really nice yeah you can hear how much you needed that little Something that was just yours. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You deserved it. Good job leaving your children out. Really good job. Really good job. Failures.
4: Fail. 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 Fail.
2: You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay, yesterday I was taking Oscar to do these vision assessments that were taking forever (laughs) and he had to do a lot of work and he already knew what it was going to be because he didn't finish the first day that we went to do them and so he knew we were going back for more and he asked me when we were on the way there could we go to Target and get some Pokemon cards after as a reward and... I thought about it. I've yeah. gotten very good at not just reflexively yeah. saying yes or no to things. I was like, let me think about it. I thought about it for a little bit. I haven't been to Target. Oh, I haven't been. Wow, you I haven't. haven't. Been. I just, I don't go, I'm not the store person and we, yeah. I, it's just, we just, I haven't done it. Yeah. But I don't really have a problem with it. I just yeah. hadn't done it yet. And there's one, there's a target really close to where we were going. and I had taken Oscar there to get Pokemon cards a couple years ago. So like I knew the target, <laughs> like I knew the target, yeah. I knew where the Pokemon cards were. <laughs> I felt like we had enough time. and I was like, you know what? that's that's a totally like yeah. reasonable reward for you finishing these assessments today. And so he was super excited, and he finished all his assessments, and he totally finished his assessments because of the Pokemon cards. Like, he was very fixated on, like, getting it done so that we could leave and go get the Pokemon cards. So we went to Target, and we looked in the spot where the Pokemon cards were before, and they weren't there. Mm -hmm. And we looked everywhere else, and they weren't there. And then we asked, and some very nice Target employees sadly informed us that Target no longer carries Pokemon cards because there have been recent incidents of adults fighting over Pokemon cards. What? Yes. Because there's like special cards getting released. And so now they're only selling them online. And they were really nice and really apologetic because they could see that I was with, you know, a seven-year-old who was having his hopes and dreams crushed. Yeah. And I will say... Oscar handled it really well, but what the fail was, was that now we were in a Target. Yeah. With him being owed a reward. Yep. Me needing to leave to go to a meeting. Yeah. And then just the whole toy aisle. And, like, there's nothing else that's Pokemon cards. Like, there's nothing else that's, like, five bucks for a pack and you feel great about that. Like, everything else is, like, a $29.99 toy. Yep. And there's so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, you know, we got through it, but the fail was just, this was so exactly the thing that I was thinking through beforehand, before saying yes to this. That I did not want to put myself in this position of just being in the no man's land of the toy <laughs> aisle and not ha- like not having no a way game out. Plan. Yeah. Not knowing what he, you know, and then he or obviously ordering online is not acceptable no. because you want the thing right then, you want it right now, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it sucked so much. Oh, I am really
0: sorry. Thank you. That I I, I do See where the fail is, okay? I know that that exists, but who on earth would think that there would like not be the Pokemon cards at Target where they have lived my entire known existence? Yes, of Target and Pokemon. I know, I know. I, I, I'm I know. unbelievable. I know, it's unbelievable. I know. I know. Well, you're doing a horrible job not knowing everything. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how this is a fail, but it feels like a fail and for the last 7 days, Ellis has come into the bedroom in the middle of the night. Oh. One of those nights, Cat came in first with like a nightmare. Oh and my god. Cat okay. came into the bed yeah. with a nightmare and then said then said the next day, "Papa was like moving around." And I was like because there was a yeah. kid in the bed. Yeah. He doesn't move around when I'm in the bed. Yeah. But Ella's, for a week, has been coming in. Sometimes it's been like I had a bad dream. So I'm like, I am going to yeah. like, go back to bed. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. And he yeah. gets in, and we snuggle. And usually, he eventually falls on to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I nudge Stefan. Stefan gets up, picks him up, takes him back to bed. No problem. And nice. I've been like, that's. That's like a win. Yeah. But now, like last night, he came in, and it wasn't like, it was just a, I can't sleep at 11.55 at night. Ugh. I can't can't sleep. And then eventually later, he identified that he was really hot. Mm -hmm. And then there was so much kicking and moving. And then because Kat had made the jokes about Stefan snoring and that kind of thing, Ellis, not whispering, in the bed while Stefan is asleep. Ugh, these noises Papa's making. ah! And I'm like, uh-uh, you are in yeah. our bed. Yeah. Papa makes the noises. Yeah. That's, would you like to go back to your room? Yeah. No. Basically, I don't, I don't know what per se is the fail, but I feel like tired shit.
2: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anytime you're up in the night, it feels like a fail. Plus, how do you like having that kind of conversation with your child in the middle of the night? Like, I hate it. No, like being like, no, you're in here. Like, yeah. like I don't want to do that. right. You don't want to be talking. You don't want to be explaining stuff.
0: I don't want to talk. No. I'm tired of elbows in the bosom. <laughs> I am tired of, of there being this demand on just the right position I'm supposed to get in. Yeah. Right, and then the cats are like, "Yay, I'm still gonna come."
5: Oh, look on
2: me. Yeah, I. Do you guys have a king bed now?
0: No, we don't. What do you, we what do you have? We have a queen bed. Yeah, it is not the right not size. Enough. It's not yeah. a family bed. It's a bed yeah. for a queen.
2: Well, especially Jesus. with big
0: kids. Yeah, they're big kids. Yeah, they're big kids. Yeah, they not little kids. No, they're big with elbows. Yeah elbows and knees Ugh, i'm really ah.
2: sorry that's yeah, horrible it just it yeah
0: just, it's just taken a toll oh yeah
1: <laughs> hey biz and Teresa, i have a glorious fail i had my son two years and some change ago um, right after he was born i got an iud put in since he's two and a half we decided that we were going to do some Family planning, if you will, and try for a second baby. So I got my IUD taken out. This is relevant because I haven't had to use period products since I was pregnant over three years ago. Oh. And I thought I'd give my old Diva Cup another go. And if you can't tell where this is going, then like, are you even a parent? Because yes, <laughs> it was clean, but I left it, my Diva Cup, after using it on the side of the sink and ran into the bathroom to find my kid just, like, chewing on it. Ah! So, yeah, there you go. I, I don't know how to parent or period anymore, and maybe I shouldn't have that second child. Everything I know is a lie, and I'm calling it all into question. So, yeah, you're doing a great job, and remember to keep your, you know, blood cup uh, out
0: of the ah! seller's reach. Bye. Ah! Biohazard. That's right. Chapter 12. What to expect <laughs> when there's a baby in your house. <laughs> if you are to use a diva cop, please make sure to keep it tail to reach I I don't know. That, I got to tell you, it could be a hat. Teething toy. Teething toy, right? If you had a dog in the house, it would easily become a chew toy,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: I bet it bounces a little. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a bounce to it. Mm-hmm. And... That's horrible. That yeah. that if there was ever an intimate object <laughs> that was just for you, that you really <laughs> don't want your child's fingers on or just or like,
2: for them to interact with to in even any way. Interact
0: with it, even yeah. in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should just use your diva cup outside of the house. Like every time, just like travel to a friend's house or in-laws and just, this is where I have to put it in and out and I'm going to store it here like a, like a night guard, but for your diva cup, something like that. This is, this is awful. And what's great is it's a new one. yeah it's a new one this is a new one I am so excited about this being a new one yes congratulations congratulations on doing a horrible job and being willing to share it with all of us
2: (laughs) (laughs) you are the greatest mom I've ever known I love you I love you when I
0: One Bad Mother is supported in part by Kiwi Co. Spring is here and summer is basically also here. So why not gift your young innovators with super cool STEAM projects to celebrate the end of the school year. And I got to say, that makes it sound like it might be kind of boring, but it's not.
2: <laughs> I love their products. They're so well tested, well thought out. They actually make it very easy for the kids at the recommended ages to actually do these projects pretty much on their own with just me keeping an eye or offering a little support. I have to say
0: one of our most recent kits we did was an air cannon and I am not sure who enjoyed making the air cannon more, uh, me or Ella's it might have been me. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month.
2: Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BADMOTHER at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your
0: first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com promo code BADMOTHER.
2: Hey, you like movies? What about coming up with movie ideas over the course of an hour? Because that's what we do every week on Story Break, a writer's room podcast where three Hollywood professionals have an hour to come up with a pitch for a movie or TV show based off of totally zany prompts.
3: Like that time we reimagined Star Wars based on our phones autocomplete. Luke
0: Skywalker is a family man and it's Star Wars, but it's a good idea. (laughs) How about that time we broke the
1: story of a bunch of Disney Channel original movies based solely on the title and the poster.
5: Okay, Sarah Hyland is a 50-foot woman. Let's just go with it, guys. (laughs) Or
2: the time we finally cracked the... Adobe Photoshop feature film.
5: Stamp tool is your Woody, and then the AutoFill is the new Buzz (laughs) Lightyear. Join us as we have
2: a good time imagining all the movies Hollywood is too cowardly to make. Story Break comes out every Thursday on Maximum Fun. I don't know why I'm using this voice now.
5: Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Together we're The Flophouse. A podcast where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Movies like Space Hobos, Into the Outer Reaches of the Unknown and the Things That We Don't Know, the movie, and also, Who's That Grandma? Zazzle Zippers, Breakdown 2, and Backhanded Compliment, Elvis is a Policeman, Baby Crocodile, and the Happy Twins, Leftover Potatoes, Station Wagon 3, Herbie Goes to Hell, New episodes available every other Saturday. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye! Bye!
0: All right, everybody. It's time to settle in, virtually snuggle up with Teresa, and listen to a mom have a breakdown.
5: Hi, I'm calling with a rant. My five-year-old uh, for the holidays wanted a dragon. And he saw this dragon in, like, a, you know, catalog, and that was, like, the only thing that he circled, and he was just obsessed with it and whatever, and so we got him this dragon. Not a big deal. Um, And it came with, like, all this other stuff, and my husband decided that he needed to show him, you know, because, of course, it's not just, like, a dragon. It's, you know, part of a universe of cartoons and other toys and yada yada. So my husband decided that he needed to show him the cartoon not really age appropriate for him i don't think um but he's obsessed with it now he's obsessed with this dragon and these characters and these battles and like fine um but i'm just sick of hearing about it and i'm with him all the fucking time he's identified like another kid in his online preschool class who is also into these things so maybe it is more age appropriate than i i don't know whatever um now he wants to, like, meet this kid in person and have, like, battles. And I'm just like, I did nothing to contribute to this. Like, I, you know, I, I bought him the, the dragon toy that he wanted, but I don't know why that means that he has to be introduced to this entire world. I just, I just want to control his life and his consumption and his media consumption. And <laughs> I just got to start letting that go because he's five and he's growing up. Anyway, I fucking hate this dragon. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Oh, I love you. Oh.
2: I
0: love you so much. I you're do doing, too. You're doing such a good job. Like, yes, right up are. into the point of the, like, where you're like, because, I, mean, I don't know, he's five, and there's the pause, and then I, I know where we wind up going, but before that, I wanted to be like, yeah, he's five, he's practically able to buy cigarettes and beer. Right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the dragon. Okay. You did this whole setup of how this dragon came to be and all, but none of that was really the point. It was the point that you are the one who has to be uh, the sounding board, the sound sponge, as it were, for all information related to this new interest. It is nonstop never ending and it like tweaks us I think in that spot of like how much can I tune out before my kid thinks I don't care about them or love them (laughs) that's where I go I'm like I need you to just stop talking about it like you can't Mm it's like yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh interesting then they're like well ask me five questions about it yeah oh god I don't I don't want to know about it. And it's exhausting.
2: And then that plays it. Takes in- so mu- it takes oh. so much energy. Yeah. Especially when the kids are home so much right now because Oof. we're trying to use some of our day to think about the things we need to think about. Yeah. Like I have this friend and I hear her voice in my head sometimes. Like she told me that one time she just said to her kids like, um, can you just hang on a minute? Because I have my own thoughts in my head too. <laughs> Like, and I just love that because it's, yeah. it's like that. Sometimes, sometimes there's like an, a a fight that's happening between the information that's coming in nonstop from them and the thing that we're trying to process internally that has nothing to do yeah. with what they're talking to us about, and that can be a painful feeling. Like yeah. it can actually like physically hurt. <laughs> to to me, yeah. Yeah. to be trying to think through, think about something that I'm thinking about and have something coming at me. Yeah, it's coming at you.
0: Yeah. There's no book that's like, you better listen to every single boring piece of shit like trivia about this thing that your kid is obsessed with right now at this moment and love it, okay? It's okay that you don't love it. Now we move to the symbolism of the dragon and your child growing up right like now you have this mix of like emotion of not I don't know for me it does for me it's like Teresa's giving me the like I I didn't go there but where I'm like you suddenly go into like the control of media and I want to be able to control everything (laughs) that goes on in my kid's life and I can't and I simultaneously also don't want to be listened to any of the stuff they actually (laughs) This is me talking. (laughs) No,
2: I I relate to that too. I just I think the piece that I'm connecting with the most is like this almost like this feeling of loss. Yeah. That when we don't when we're not that interested in the stuff that they're interested in and that they're not interested in something we want we thought they'd be interested in or something we thought we'd be interested in together. There is like a little bit of sadness there and it, and it's a separation. It's like, oh, yeah, you're your own person and you might not like the things I thought we would enjoy together. Now, I can't, like, I can't fix that. Yeah. You know, he's five and he's getting into what he's going to get into and you're seeing how that's going to go sometimes. Yeah. He's going to go off and have his interests and it hurts not to care sometimes. Right, yeah. Like Yeah. When, it when It hurts
0: and we were just talking about this ourselves offline the feeling of of realizing that you really have no control over what your kid likes or doesn't like or how they move through the world and and how that differs from what you want you thought you wanted for them and what a yuck place that is to be in in your mind because that's not what you're prepared for <laughs> <laughs> and so so I, all of that is to say, you're doing a good job. You don't have to like everything your kid likes. It is exhausting to have to listen to it all. And you also get to be sad and disappointed about it. Yeah, totally. So yeah. you are amazing. Yeah, you are. Teresa, you are also amazing, and I adore you.
2: Thanks, Biz. You are also amazing, and I'm very happy that you're my friend.
0: I am happy that you are my friend. And I'll I'll talk to you next week if you want. Sounds good. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. What did we learn today, everybody? That friendship is magic. I think we did. I had such a nice time talking with Jessica and Lennon. And I am, I will admit how jealous I am of their situation in which they got to almost forced (laughs) to stay physically in each other's lives during those newborn months, years. I think it's such a... Testament to the lesson that I have learned in working with Teresa over these years, as well as having a chance to interact and hear from you guys, just that you don't have to be the same people to be friends. You don't have to approach life or parenting the same way to still respect and enjoy parenting alongside a friend. I I just remember how isolating those early years are and the pandemic hasn't helped those who are new to kids in their house and those of us who who thought those days of isolation were over. <laughs> and so, I just I thought it was really great hearing from them and their experiences and I got to say Best Friends Forever and uh, Plain House are so fucking funny and relatable. I cannot recommend them enough. So you can go find those. We'll link you up to where. Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. I don't know what summer is going to be like. (laughs) I don't. I don't know what less restrictions are going to look like. And I am... Definitely in a place of being overtired and unsure about so many things. And I know, thankfully, that I am not alone in that. So I share that with the hope that it will make you feel less alone if that is where you are. None of this is easy. In fact, it's ridiculously difficult. And I see you and you are doing such a good job and i will talk to you next week bye
4: i got to low down mama blues i got to low down mama blues got to low down mama blue low down mama blue I got to low down mama blues. got to low
1: down mama blue know
3: that right